like to welcome everybody uh, online mainly and a few that's been able to be here with us and uh, we appreciate just being in the Lord's house again and uh, we appreciate how good he is to us and uh, thankful uh, you know we've, we've dreaded this for a couple of days but we're thankful our pastor uh, uh, called us up and asked us to be here tonight but I got a scripture that's uh, it's been with me about since he called me I started kind of searching around and this uh, this come to me and ain't left me so it's uh, Philippians 4:11. That's uh, not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. And I looked up the word content, and uh, let me go to that real quick. And uh, it's satisfied with what one is or has, not wanting more or anything else. My soul's been content since the Lord saved me 30 years ago over on Albert Street. Uh, I was 12 years old, and uh, I guess I need to tell a little bit about that. Uh, it was a Sunday evening, and uh, best I remember, there was probably about 12 kids that got saved before I did, and uh, I enjoyed that meeting. I enjoyed about the whole meeting. And uh, somewhere towards the end of that meeting, I ended up up in the choir. And I got to a point where the Lord called me out. And uh, I wasn't enjoying it then. I, uh, the Lord called me. And uh, the best I remember, I was only in that state for a few minutes. Uh, and I, I appreciate that. But uh, I went to the altar. And I, I don't even remember what I said, but uh, the Lord saved me over there. And uh, I appreciate that, uh, being able to tell that a little bit. And, uh, I'm going to read a few more verses here. Uh, it says, verse 12 says, I know both how to be abased and I know how to be abound. Everywhere and in all things I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry both to be abound and to suffer need. Uh, we're going to go through highs and lows, and uh, this, the world's crazy right now, uh, but my soul's content. I, I can go through all this stuff and not be worried about what's going on because I have that peace in my soul. And verse 13 says, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. And if uh, you're saved and you have Christ, uh, you have everything you need to get through this world. Uh, the stuff uh, we have to deal with in the flesh doesn't really matter, but uh, it's what you have in your soul that matters. So we appreciate being here, and I, I guess that's all I, I got. I'm going to see if somebody's got a song in their heart. Um, if not, we'll, uh, I'll probably turn it back over to my pastor here shortly. You guys got anything? All right, I'm going to turn it over to my pastor. Well, I appreciate being here. I appreciate what I felt already, and I appreciate uh, Ryan and his family being here and others that's here and uh, fellas taking care of the broadcast up there. I appreciate that. I've really I felt the Lord already, and I've had such a burden for this service tonight, and God's been blessing me just even thinking about it. 
And uh, Lynn and I had prayer probably an hour ago, and the Lord come by. And I, I appreciate that. And I'll be honest, it's not every time I bow and try to pray, I really feel heaven move. But when I feel it, I, it means something to me. And so I'm glad to be here tonight. And I was thinking about the, the 103rd Psalm, and I probably can't quote it exactly, but in about the 11th verse in that 103rd Psalm, uh, the psalmist talks about, he said, as the heaven is higher than earth. He said, so is his mercy toward them that fear him. And so, you know, I thought about that. And I, you couldn't measure how high it is to the sky. You couldn't measure God's mercy. But that's just what you were testifying about, Ryan. And I got that when I was just a boy. Some of my details were different. But it come to me the same way through the gospel. And when I trusted Jesus, he saved my soul. And boy, I praise God that he saved me. And uh, so uh, in just a minute, I'm going to ask again if anybody feels like singing. If you do, you're welcome. If not, I want you to really pray. And uh, I know folks uh, here is praying. And I feel like folks way out yonder is praying. I, I just did it. I can say this every time I come or every time we have a broadcast service. It amazes me the connection that I feel with the church and the church community and the power of God and the prayers of God's people and the connection that we feel. And boy, I just thank God for being here tonight. And I, I want everybody to pray. And if nobody's got a song, we're going to turn over to pray and let him just come and follow the Lord and just do whatever he feels like. Okay. All right. Good. Appreciate you. Pray for folks. Pray for Bethlehem Calvary All of this tells Oh, what a Savior is mine Mountains and plains With his praises shall swell Oh, what a Savior is mine. Oh, what a Savior. Oh, what a Savior. Oh, what a Savior is mine. Unto the uttermost, he's wonderful, he's glorious. Oh, what a savior is mine. Through all my sorrows and through all my Oh, what a Savior is mine. I have a comforter who dries all my tears. Oh, what a Savior is mine. Oh, what a Savior, oh, what a Savior, oh, 
What a savior is mine. Unto the utmost, he's wonderful and he's glorious. Oh, what a savior is mine. Glad he's Savior. Say so it's good to be here again tonight and and uh, thankful for another opportunity to be in, in the Lord's house. Uh, I'll be honest, I, I kind of tried to talk Grandpa into preaching tonight. I um, I want to just do exactly what the Lord gives us to do, and I've, I've been waiting and, and been searching all day for what God would have me to use, and and um, uh, I feel tonight the Lord is, is moving real still and, and sweet, and, and I don't ever want to try and jump over top of that. I, I just, if that's the way he's moving, that's how I want to go too. And, uh, but I do feel a great need, and, and I, I called Grandpa maybe just about a half hour before church. I said, I said I'm not sure what, if I've got anything. I don't know what, what the Lord would have me to preach. He said, God will take care of that. And, and I thought, if I don't read a scripture, if the Lord just passes by, that's, what, that's what's good anyway. And um, I've heard it said so many times, and I, when I was young, I, I would almost laugh at this sometimes. If, if somebody preached just a little bit and the Lord moved, they'd say, that's enough that the whole world could be saved. I'd, and when I was young, I'd say, I say they're joking about that. So they're, they're not being serious, but what I've learned is when the Spirit moves, whether we feel it real great or, or real still, that's still God's Spirit, and it's able to save and, and to help us regardless of how strong we feel it. Now, if you gave me the option, I want to be way up on the mountaintop. And uh, I remember years ago, uh, Denny Hunter got up here, here at Lima, and that, that span of time he was a member here and, and I always look back to that time that and I got so much counsel from him and from being here he said if we knew as preachers that every time we got up we'd get where we could get really hooked and really preach we'd almost be fighting to be up here and and tonight is not that night for me I I, I would have gladly given it to, to grandpa and and um but I want to say I love the Lord and 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 he's he's worthy of, of all our praise and, and anything we could say about him but just before I say anything I would like to have a word of prayer just if that's all right so if you would just just for a moment you pray for me as as we pray dear lord i want to thank you for this day and and god uh we know that the scripture says this is the day that the lord hath made and i believe the day of salvation is what you were talking about god and and uh that you came and, and you died on a cross for us lord that somebody would uh, be saved and you died for the whole world even for those that would reject you and god i believe that's true love lord uh this evening i ask that you would remove all words out of my mouth lord and put your words in God, just uh, let me uh, have the spirit of utterance that I can uh, preach and, and God give what you would have us to give. Remove all uh, uncleanness out of me, Lord. And, and, and I, I believe one writer said, I'm a man of unclean lips, but Lord, if you would touch me, I know we'd be able to say something to help somebody. God, if somebody here or somebody listening uh, over the internet needs, needs help, Lord, I'm glad that you're able to help them. And your scripture says you can secure them that are tempted. 
tempted because you've uh, endured all temptation that's common to man. Lord, tonight I just ask for your spirit. Uh, God, I thank you. And all these things we ask in your name. And amen. And uh, if you want to turn with us, uh, I'd like to read maybe just a few verses out of the third chapter of Exodus. And uh, this is not what I studied today, but uh, this is what the Lord just spoke to me, just so tender as I was sitting there. And, and you Bible readers know this story, very, very familiar. And uh, I'm, I'm thankful that uh, I was raised and, and taught the stories out of God's Word. And, and I remember uh, growing up, and, and I'd hear those stories, but... Uh, and, and if you asked me in Sunday school, I'd try and memorize them all. And I, I could tell you about Jesus who went to the cross. And I could tell you about Joseph and the coat of many colors and how his brothers got jealous. Uh, but one night as I was in church, God spoke to me. And, and those stories had a completely different meaning than what they had before. I still enjoy them as a story. Uh, and people that say the Bible's boring must haven't spent much time reading it. There's stories about love and, and betrayal and uh, stories about hatred but there's also stories about great love and, and surely Christ who came and died for us the greatest love story that's ever been told and, and, and modern scholars they, they talk about Romeo and Juliet I'm telling you it, it just is so pale when you look at the love that Christ had for the church and for you and me uh, but this story we know in, in Exodus chapter 1 that uh, the Israelites and the sons of Israel and, and all of his offspring that they were still down in Egypt and they began to cry because uh, a new Pharaoh came up and he began to treat them harsh. And they began to pray and it said that God heard their prayer. And I want you to see that tonight, that God is able to hear us when we pray. And, and if you need prayer, if you need him, prayer is how we talk to the master and how we get our help. But we see Moses was born and uh, he, uh, it, his story is amazing. I don't want to go through all that, but he was born and, and all the male children were supposed to be uh, put to death. And, and even those little maidens, the, the, the midwives, they said, uh, we go in, it's too late for us to take their lives. Uh, they're lively and, and, and there's something about God's people. And I want to say I'm glad to be among the living and amongst God's people. Uh, but we see that uh, his mother hid him as long as she could, I believe three months. And it said she made an ark of bulrushes and she uh, put slime in the pitch on the inside and on the out. And uh, she put him into the water. And I believe she cast her bread out there believing that God uh, would be able to take care of her child. And I want to say that uh, if you've got problems and you're trying to fix them and trying to uh, make things right, uh, go ahead and give it to God. And I'll say your problems in the hand of God are far greater than trying to solve them on your own. And, I'm glad, and I'll say... Uh, I've seen and heard it said before uh, if you'd get mud on the sheets and back uh, when they would hang the, the clothes and the linens out to dry but if you had mud on them if you saw that and got embarrassed and tried to clean it off it'd just smear it and make it even worse but if you'd wait for it to dry it'll just peel up and you can bring it right off and uh, don't try and solve your own problems go ahead and give it to God and I believe Moses' mother knew that God had a great plan uh, but I want you to see now uh, Moses killed a man and he left the kingdom and he's out on the backside of the desert uh, keeping uh, the flock of his father-in-law. So in verse 1 uh, here in chapter 3 it says, Now Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the backside of a desert and came to the mountain of God, even to Horeb. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him 
in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. And he looked and behold the bush burned with fire and the bush was not consumed. And Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight why the bush is not burnt. And when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called, God called to him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, here am I. And I, I may turn in a moment into First Kings, but I just want to uh, follow the Lord and, and, and just give what he's given me. And I see that Moses, uh, he's tried to make a new life for himself. Uh, but even when he was uh, raised up in the king's palace, he began to realize, uh, I'm not an Egyptian. Uh, I'm an Israelite. And he said, I'm going to go see uh, my people. Uh, and I believe that uh, we need to spend time with God's people. And even naturally, uh, when I'm spending time uh, amongst those I know are saved, uh, my vision is clear. I've got uh, a greater vision for God's people. Uh, when you begin to spend time uh, in the world, uh, you'll begin to think like the world and act like them. I want to stay close to the Lord. Uh, but here Moses on the backside of the desert, it says, and he began to travel and he was keeping the flock and watching after them. Uh, God was raising him up uh, then for something that would come on later. He started with the sheep and we also see uh, even David just as a little boy uh, raising up the sheep. He went down and God blessed him uh, to take down uh, the giant of all giants. What a man. Uh, but he's beginning to raise him up. Uh, but do you see what happened? It says, The angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. And he looked and behold, uh, the bush was on fire. Uh, but it was not burning down. I want to say just a few things about the bush. Uh, there's two parts to it if you'd have it. Uh, the natural part of the bush. Uh, that's the, uh, the, the leaves and the sticks that grow up. Uh, but there was a fire that was there and the fire was unnatural to the natural eye and to this man this fire came down and this bush was burning but not consumed I want to say I believe in a heavenly fire not one you would say that we could work up but one that comes down from God out of heaven and back yonder when Moses gave the commandments he said here in the cutting of the ark of the tabernacle he said we're going to have a fire he said and the priests are supposed to tend to it and it didn't go out uh, for hundreds of years uh, but here came Jesus and he was the fire and the light you and I needed and that fire was done away with I'm telling you about a fire uh, not a natural one and uh, you uh, you ought to be careful around fire uh, you get too close or uh, sometimes even just as kids growing up uh, we'd say we can't get this fire started we'll just pour a little gas on there and if you're not careful, you'll get burned up. And the Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 12, our God is a consuming fire. I'm telling you, I'm glad He consumes me from within. I'm telling you, the only fire I'll ever feel is burning down in my heart. I don't fear the fires of hell anymore because I've got the fire down on the inside. And so the natural side, and there was a spiritual side to this bush. But see what happened with Moses and Moses said I will now turn aside um, uh, when you begin to see something like this I'm going to tell you the grand old church uh, when she's raised up and Jesus said if I be lifted up I shall draw all men nigh unto me I'm glad he didn't pick and choose 
shoes. Oh, I might have missed out. Oh, but He died for me. And He died for you just the same. And so, uh, Moses said, I'll now turn aside and see this great sight why the bush is not burnt. And listen to what happens. And when the Lord saw that He turned aside to see, uh, God called and said unto him, out of the midst of the bush, Moses, Moses, uh, when God begins to do great things, uh, turn aside and see what He's got. And then God began to speak to him. I'm telling you today, my friend, if you turn aside and see this great wonder of the world doesn't understand of the church, when I was lost and undone, I didn't understand. I'd sit by ma'am on most services and sometimes she'd raise a hand and shout. Sometimes Papa would get excited preaching. I thought they were going through the motions. They've got some emotion worked up. But when I got saved, God put a shout in my life. He put a fire inside and it's not consumed me but it's driven me on. And John the Baptist, he came on the scene and in the book of John, he said, I baptize you with water. He said, but there's a man coming after me who's preferred before me, whose shoe I'm unworthy. Let us stoop down and unloose. He'll baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. You've got to come through the fire and you've got to be purged of your sin of purging away the dross of the one writer said and you look at silver and you want to and the more pure that silver is or even gold the more value it's got to it and you dig it out of the earth and it's got impurity it's got dirt and other minerals in there but you put it down in the fire and those impurities begun to fall away I'm telling you when I got down in the fire God took the impurities away and he put something inside that's holy oh, that's never been uh, touched with the sinfulness of man oh but listen uh, God said oh, put off your shoes uh, from my feet uh, you know what when you come into the house of God and come under that spirit you've got to leave the world behind oh, leave those things away oh, but oh, let me I'm going to just maybe quote some out of 1 Kings in the 18th chapter and here uh, Elijah came on the scene and God said go up to Ahab and let me slow down just for a moment I'll come to close but old Ahab was an evil king he was pulled away by other gods and other other things and his wife led him in the wrong direction and so he began to worship he began to promote a false god named Baal and so Elijah he caused it not to rain for three maybe three and a half years and so they met up on a mountain called Mount Carmel some people called the showdown or a great contest. Oh, but I want you to see something here. Uh, in verse 23 in chapter 18, uh, he said, let them therefore give us two bullocks and let them choose one for themselves. And so uh, let me preach it just for a moment this way. I believe on Elisha let them choose. He knew they'd choose the wrong sacrifice. I'm telling you, if you want to have life, you've got to choose the right sacrifice. It takes Jesus. It, He's the only one. And so, uh, these 500 prophets of Baal, they got up there. They began to make a big commotion. I believe they hooped and hollered. They cried out for Baal. It said, uh, even Elijah, he began to mock them at about midday. He said, maybe your God's on a journey. Uh, maybe He's somewhere else. Let me take a moment to tell you, my God's never on vacation. He's where I can access Him. He hears 
hears me and I've got good news when he speaks I I can hear him because I'm near to him because I've got his son down on the inside but it even goes on to say that those prophets it said they leaped up on the altar they began to cut themselves I want to say if you get the wrong sacrifice there's still going to be blood that's shed but it'll be your own Christ gave his life's blood on your behalf because of your sin and you need that blood to cover your sin and without it there's no remission you won't make it but then Elijah said it's my turn now and you know what he did he got right up under the altar he repaired it and set things in order the world and the natural and the modern church today they're taking the altar out of the church they're doing it wrong I'm telling you if there's a church I go to don't have an altar I'm not going back the altar is what you need but here comes old Elijah he prepared it and he said this is the bullock I want the one the world has rejected and the Bible said Jesus came unto his own and his own received him not and they said it back in Psalms the stone that the builders would reject they said it for naught would become the head of the cornerstone of the chief stone of the most important of the one of the world's rejected that's my Jesus that's who I'm looking for and so he said get you some water and they brought 12 barrels of water uh, three times uh, I believe they, they poured it around there and uh, the, even over uh, the altar and over the bullock and the contest was whoever's God enters by fire uh, let him be God and Ryan I can see those prophets of Baal as they began to work and they began to make a loud noise you know what they were doing they were trying to work it up uh, from in themselves they were looking down uh, maybe our God will spark a fire or maybe a rock will strike a flint and it'll put a fire on here and it'll consume the fire it'll consume the altar it'll consume the bullock oh but it never happened oh but they weren't looking in the right direction and here came Elijah he prepared the bullock he set it in order oh but he had no fire oh but he prayed he didn't pray all day long he didn't pray for weeks he prayed and said my God I show these men you're the God of the ages of the rock of all ages and he prayed and I believe those men of those prophets of Baal they were looking along the ground of a fire I came out of heaven it came down and it licked up the altar it consumed that a sacrifice I'm telling you today God still answers by fire let me give you just one extra piece and I'll be done I want you to see that the, the sacrifice sacrifice and the altar go hand in hand and when there's a sacrifice on the altar that means that forgiveness and mercy are there and when God comes down in his kingdom what that means is there's blood on the altar that's when it's time to get in when the kingdom is here 
I'm not, uh, people say we're not in the kingdom age. Oh, well, what's this kingdom I've got inside of me? I've got Jesus and He is the kingdom. I'm glad I've got Him today. And so, uh, way back yonder, I, I read to you about in, in uh, Exodus chapter 3, there was the bush and there was a fire. And the fire, it didn't consume the, uh, the bush. Uh, but you go on uh, into 1 Kings where Elijah was offering. It said the fire came down and it uh, consumed the sacrifice. Uh, every sacrifice that was given, it was completely consumed except just one. I want to tell you about Him. Uh, Jesus came and he and the world thought He was done. Uh, Satan thought He'd had the victory. Uh, they killed Him. Uh, but I'm going to say He wasn't consumed. He wasn't done away with. And He told Him in three days, I'm going to rise again. And by the power of the resurrection, uh, we've got life uh, because of Him. I'm telling you, if you don't have the fire, you've not got life. And I'm not alive today uh, because my heart's beating. I'm not alive uh, because uh, my lungs, I still got air going in and out. I'm not alive uh, because there's a signal going from my brain uh, down my spinal column and telling me to move and to speak. I'm alive uh, because I've got Jesus uh, down inside. And that's why I'm among the living. That's enough preaching. That's all I've got tonight. Uh, Jesus knows what you need. And uh, just like Moses, when you see this strange thing, and I'll tell you, the church was unfamiliar to me. Uh, but when I saw that great side, I had to kick my shoes off. I had to leave the world outside. You can't drag the dirty, uh, the dirty and the, and the muddy world into the church, into God's sanctuary. God said, you're on holy ground. You've got to come unto Him humble. You won't smite uh, your breast and come unto God proud. You've got to come humble. He said, even as a child, and just as a child, I gave my heart to Him. He forgave me my sin. Uh, gave me a home in heaven. And I sat there that night. I told it. Sunday night, I'll tell it again. Uh, they was preaching. I couldn't tell you what He said. Uh, but there was a stirring. There was a fire down inside uh, burning me up. I laid down on the bench, tried to escape it. I tried to get away. Uh, but the only way I could escape was by coming to the fire itself and being put in there. And God made me one of His children. And if you're lost and undone, you can have Him. And it says, my God's a consuming fire. I'm thankful for the fire that still uh, burns within me. And old Jeremiah in chapter 20, he said, uh, I thought God forsook me. I thought He left me. He said, I'm done. I won't speak your name anymore. He said, God, I've done all you asked me to. And I've got no good out of it. He said, I'm quitting. Oh, but he said, but then it was like a fire within my bones that stirred up in me. He said, I can't stop. I can't quit. And if you're struggling on your uh, spiritual walk, uh, just look to the fire. It'll be stirred back up in you and you'll be able to go on. And so that's all I've got. If you would come and give invitation, uh, maybe somebody at home, somebody here, uh, wherever you're at, uh, if God's speaking to you, you need Him. He's the one uh, sacrifice for all men and you need Him tonight. So I'll turn over to Papa. Amen. Boy, that's Holy Ghost preaching. <laughs> When Trey told me he didn't know what he'd preached, didn't have nothing real serious on his mind, I felt in my heart, I said, God will take care of it. Boy, God let me tell him the truth. Because God's took care of it. Heaven's come down. That's Holy Ghost preaching. Uh, I'll say just a word, and if you'll 
feel like coming and singing a song uh, of invitation, I'll be glad if you do that. We'll have invitation either way. But I, boy, I like that. That same fart was in the bush was the same fart come down and consumed the altar and the bullock and the sacrifice. Boy, I'm glad when I seen the Lord move. I'm glad when he moved in the church and that far as our, I was like Moses. I want, Ryan, I want to come a little closer and see about it. And, uh, I was a little scared and I was a little nervous and I was shy. But I'm telling you what, when that fire was burned, it was worth coming and seeing about. And if you'll come and sing a song if you feel like it, uh, I like for everybody to stand. And, uh, I want you everybody to follow the Lord. And, uh, boy, I'm glad I'm here tonight. And uh, I believe God wants to save some people tonight. And, uh, probably some right here and some out there that's listening out there in broadcast land. But, uh, I, I'm, I'm just glad I'm saved. Boy, I, I've got a burden tonight. Uh, I'm, I'm glad I'm one of the children of God. And I, I'm glad like those old patriarchs, uh, sometimes they didn't know what to do great men that they was, but when they followed the Lord, it all worked out. And here, here, let me say this. Here's what I'd like to do while you're singing that song. Uh, I felt like doing this Sunday night, and I, I hesitated, but I, I feel like doing the same thing. I'd like for everybody to come in and pray. If you save, you can pray for the lost. If you lost, come in and pray for yourself that God might save your soul. While she sings this song, let's just bow at the altar and talk to God. God's a real God tonight. Listen, pray to your gracious Heavenly Father. Pray God.
that's a good song. That's a good song. Anybody got anything you want to say? Just follow your heart. All right, it's good to be here. Boy, I enjoyed this meeting. I enjoyed the preaching and the singing, and I'm telling you, I enjoyed that prayer. I felt heaven moving when we prayed, and I thank God for it, and I appreciate y'all coming and praying. And uh, All right, anybody got anything before we come to a close? All right, now we'll come to a close pretty soon. Uh, but I want to remind folks, uh, at 8 o'clock, uh, the prayer warriors group on uh, Chase Lay will be preaching tonight on the live feed from down there. And so remember that. Boy, I'm, I'm glad that we had the meeting we've had here tonight. And uh, pray for our services on Sunday. God willing, time stands, uh, we'll be having church again on Sunday and Sunday night. And uh, pray for Trey. I thank God for him. Uh, God really used him tonight. I appreciate him being willing, following the Lord, and you know, seeking that spirit. And he'll be on his way home uh, shortly here when service is over. And pray for him as he goes on his journey back. We just, I appreciate him so much. Anybody else got anything? All right. We'll just say, go pray and come pray, and we'll just conclude with that, and that we'd be dismissed that way. <laughs>